0: Welcome back to the We Are Cisco podcast. This is Madison Sutton speaking, and we are so excited for this special mini episode introduction, whatever, get to know it, whatever you want to call it. Um, we've had a great first season. Chris and I enjoyed all of the guests we had on. But with our second season, we have a few changes shaking up things. And with one of those changes being a new host, Javier. Hi, and
1: I'm happy to be here. So excited!
0: Welcome, welcome! And we are so excited to have you join the We Are Cisco podcast. Um, It is an evolving project. We have no necessary standards or ways of doing things. So I'm super excited to see all the energy that you're going to bring to this podcast, to the conversations we have, um, the insights that you're going to share. So I'm just super excited to have you along on this journey as we continue to, you know, peek inside what it means to be a Ciscoian.
1: Yeah, I am super honored uh, to be here as the new host. Uh, I love storytelling. I love uh, our culture and sharing our employee stories with our folks here listening. So thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to get started.
0: Well, let's start off with getting to know you. The guests have kind of heard my perspectives. They've heard little anecdotes over the past season, but they don't know you yet. So let's jump into that. And why don't you tell the listeners where you went to school and kind of what you do at Cisco now?
1: Absolutely. Uh, So to go start from the beginning, my name is Javier (laughs) Dorado-Montero. I uh, went to school at the University of Florida, the greatest Florida institution, uh, no matter, or just greatest institution, really. Oh, Um, big (laughs) names. So go Gators. (laughs) Uh, I studied marketing and minored in entrepreneurship and retailing. Uh, And I uh, grew up all my life in South Florida, particularly in Palm Beach. Uh, and then moved to North Carolina here in the Research Triangle Park in the Raleigh-Durham area about five years ago uh, to continue on with Cisco. Uh, I started out as an intern in sales, uh, loved the investment that Cisco makes in its people. Uh, and then just decided uh, to come back full time and I've been here ever since. So I've been in roles in marketing, uh, starting out on the early in career program team and then transitioning into university recruiting and uh, uh, the talent acquisition space within people and communities here. So I've done a little bit of everything so far, which is kind of exciting. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a, it's been a great five years you know, of time just flies like oh yes i I can't believe it's been this long uh (laughs) but no i love i love uh i've been i've met a lot of great people here at cisco a lot of great stories so um looking forward to continuing that uh, through here. So, and I love uh, podcasts, by the way. I love being able to, you know, fulfill my kind of childhood dream of being a talk show host. So, yes. <laughs> thank you for that.
0: <laughs> and the best part is we can do it in our pajamas and nobody knows, right? Because you can't see us. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I am in my gym clothes right now. I'm a sweaty mess right now.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. you don't sound it. So, good. <laughs> Okay. So real quick, while we're talking about careers and your time at Cisco, what would be one of your favorite memories in the last five years?
1: Oh my gosh. Favorite memory. That is so hard because I've done a lot in five years and Cisco has enabled me to do a lot of personal kind of ambitions. So, you know, uh, I got to travel to places I never thought I would. Going to Paris for the first time ever, Ooh. London, right? Yeah, um, and you know me, I'm a big Disney lover. So getting to go to Disneyland Paris, kind of on my own, you
0: know, your <laughs> big bucket go. list.
1: Go, but hey, Cisco put me in the neighborhood, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
1: so you know, uh, I think some of those travel aspects, uh, I think, is super cool. Um, I think uh, another big passion of mine too is uh, diversity and inclusion, particularly uh, LGBTQ plus rights. Uh, And so uh, it's not necessarily a memory per se, but I think helping start the first LGBTQ mentoring program, our proud mentorship program, and seeing that evolve from something here in the Americas to now something global um, has been just a big accomplishment and has brought about a lot of great memories and has made me a better person, a better leader, uh and an advocate for diversity inclusion and belonging as well. So, uh yeah, I'd say, you know, all all those things
0: <laughs> rolled into one. Hey, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe yeah. um maybe we can dig into that a little bit more this season. So, we'll leave yeah. that as like a little a little trailer, a little tease for what's to come.
1: I love it. Yeah.
0: So, let's get into your personal passions a little bit, but before we jump into that, I want to know your favorites. So, tell us, yeah. the listeners and me, what is your favorite book?
1: I, I personally like reading biographies. I love learning about other people's stories um and what you can take from it. Um and I and it's funny cuz I, I have a kind of a top 5 people that inspire me. Uh and it, they're all varied in every aspect. They're not there's nothing <laughs> similar about any of them. But I just find people's stories to be uh, really inspiring and you take a lot of inspiration from that into your own daily life. So
0: all right. Well, now you got to tell us those five people.
1: Oh, <laughs> I know. I left you on a cliffhanger. I feel like yeah. now I gotta gotta go tell you my my top five Javier's top five inspirations in life. Okay, so they're not they're not ordered in any way. They're all equal in my mind, um, and they're for various reasons. So okay. uh, first one, and I have a autographed poster in front of me here that you don't see, but uh, Miss Britney Spears, my. Mm-hmm anthem soundtrack to my entire life. And you know, I find myself going through a lot of phases, right? I'll go I'll ha- I had a Justin Bieber phase, obviously. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to admit that. Uh, a Lady Gaga phase, you know, and all that. But Britney, I always come back though. Like when I come back down to earth, <laughs> I go uh listen to Britney. And I I got to meet Britney in Vegas um and let her know how in- uh inspirational she's been in terms of turning her life around after 2007, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and i think that sort of strength uh, is to be admired and just as a performer like i just love the detail of it i mean i do a lot of dance that's another passion of mine so uh, i love her performance uh the second person gordon ramsay oh,
0: uh
1: i yeah. i am not a chef <laughs> i will prefer i'm not a chef by any means i have no desire to own a restaurant but what i admire about him a lot which i incorporate into a lot of my leadership uh, or just as a person uh is the granularity and the passion for what he does. The details of everything that he does at the mercy of the customer, being very customer focused, um, I think is something that is so, just it motivates me. Like I want to be that good at mm-hmm. servicing my customer and that detailed and care that much about the work that I do. And I think that would, that's what it boils down to with him. Um, the third one's RuPaul, of course. I love RuPaul my, my drag mother, drag inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she, uh, you know, through RuPaul's Drag Race and a lot of uh, her books and her shows, uh, she's taught me a lot about loving yourself. You know, she always says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think practicing that self-love is super important. Um, as someone that, uh, did not have a lot of confidence growing up, it was very insecure. So uh, and now really coming into my own and um, and being on my own and just kind of having a great understanding of who I am as a person. So I think uh, RuPaul has helped me with that. Uh, the fourth one is a really left field. Uh, and I always tell, because no one ever expects it. Uh, Vince McMahon, uh, the owner of the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay. Um, I grew up on wrestling uh, and I still kind of watch it to this day. Um, and, all, you know, all throughout WWF in the 90s the tw- or the 2000s. Um, I-, I think what I like about him is his sense of competition. You know, he is a tough SOB. He, <laughs> you know, uh, if you look into his history, it's really interesting how he uh, drove Ted Turner and his competition, WCW, out of business with having less money and, and just less resources. And it was just that tenacity to compete that I admire a lot about him. Uh, And then the last one uh, is Joey Graceffa, who is a YouTuber or influencer, I guess as we call them nowadays. Um, And it's someone that I grew up watching, you know, as a young teenager, well until now in my later twenties. And he was one of those people that literally, you know, embraced what authenticity means and what it could mean. And, Uh, He came out as gay and I followed suit. You know, he inspired me a little bit to come out. And, uh, and I think having someone just literally in my age, like literally we're the same age practically. Mm -hmm. uh, And that you've grown up for 10 years watching, you know, I don't watch them as much anymore, but, I think what I learned a valuable life lessons about authenticity and being true to yourself uh, and having the courage to come out uh, really came from watching his videos, and I, and I actually did get to meet him in person too. So, uh, but yeah, those are kind of my top five inspirational figures. I love it. Yeah, you have such
0: great points about each of them, and mm-hmm. and it's not just like oh well, I like this person because you know X, y, or Z. Like you specifically honed in on reasons that you align and that you kind of, you know, pull to inspire yourself. And I see it in your work just based off of the summer mentorships with um, the interns and things like that. So I see kind of those those things that you're pulling for. So you're definitely on track with all of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think people should always have somebody to inspire to be or you know take inspiration from mm-hmm. uh that's how artistry works that's how creativity you know draws from something right so absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. so you have the inspiration from these people you have the kind of five year exp- we're talking in five so we've got five people inspired by five years at cisco <laughs> yeah. tell me where do you see yourself in five years
1: Oh gosh, that's a, such a big question. Uh, it's funny. I'm asking myself this now having, you know, because this is kind of what you think of, right? When you're in a, your five year mark at any company. Uh, I think five years from now, I would love to be a DNI leader, Um And that could mean for me, I I love being in the talent acquisition space. I love being in the university space. So whether it's maybe eventually running a university team or, or or doing talent branding, right, being an advocate for a brand or, um, or doing something alongside, uh, recruiting others and especially at Cisco, right. Uh, Mm -hmm. and seeing others, um, to, uh, get them to feel as inspired as I was. Because here's the thing. Um, I think no matter what I do, I think it has to still be revolving around um, reaching out to underrepresented groups and let them know that they have a place here uh, in any company, but particularly in the tech industry, if we're narrowing it down. Because uh, I did not have that growing up. I wish I had you know, seen a recruiter or a public figure or something that made me feel less paranoid, less scared, less nervous about the full-time world after college. Um, And I think it's important. uh, Representation matters or words matter. Exposure matters. Um, And so, you know, five years from now, I want to either continue on doing that work or lead a team and have them feel inspired to do that work because it does matter, especially after the events of this year. Um, I think we need that now more than ever. Um, and that's uh, – it's funny because I, I, someone asked me this question a couple of weeks ago, like, what what's the hero you want to be, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's kind of, you know, five years or just ten years or no matter what, just in the future, I want to be that hero that I wish I had as a, as a kid.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it, Javier, and if you <laughs> – Conversations points. Um, We will definitely get way more into your perspectives, your thoughts, your feelings with our future guests this season. But I'm so glad that you agreed to join me on this journey. Um, We're still fumbling through it, we're still adapting to our new normal. But hey, we are so excited to be here. We are continuing to find unique stories, things that our employees are doing within Cisco and outside of Cisco. And we are so excited to share those stories coming up with you. So be sure to tune in be sure to follow along with us, listen to these stories. And with that, Javier and I are taking on season two.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. We're going to have a lot of great stories. I- I'm excited to throw in my own spin and flavor to everything. Uh, and yeah, I just look so uh, look so much forward to working with you, Madison. And again, uh, it is a complete honor to me that you asked me, uh, and to get me on uh, as the uh, new host. uh, I'm just super excited uh, to get started.
0: Well, with that, we will see you on the next episode. See ya.